just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. Yes. Welcome. I am your host, Simply Bree, and tonight let's talk about some real, some real, you know, type of situations. Tonight's topic is on relationships, when to call it quits, and we have our guest. He goes by the name D. What's going on, D? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Before we get into the show, I just want to first, once again, thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, This is brought to you by He Said What Radio Network. Please make sure you go to www.simplybree.com to find out more information about our upcoming shows. Uh, Tomorrow is the Truth Serum. Next week, next Monday, we are starting our new show. It's called Simply Sports with one mic and RG, and I will be co-hosting on that show as well. So please make sure you guys tune in. starts at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 9 p.m. And we're going to be talking about, you know, sports. I'm not really a sports type of person, so that's why I'm the co-host, but I will definitely put my two cents in where I see fit. Um, He said what the show is all about providing a platform for our men to be transparent from their own perspective. So the guys on this show is not, um, they're not speaking on behalf of all men. They're speaking from their own personal experience. So please do not send them threats and hate mail and all of that good stuff. Um, They're just speaking on behalf of themselves, but they're addressing questions that you ladies would like to know the answers to. So we're here to actually help, build relationships, help everyone understand what's going on and how we can learn to better communicate with one another. Now, if you are interested in um, advertising either on the radio or on our website, please send an email to ads at simplybree.com, and I will uh, definitely get back to you on that. So going into tonight's discussion, oh, and... If you are interested in calling in with your comments, your questions, the phone number is 515-602-9647. Once again, that number is 515-602-9647. So, Dee, welcome to the show. You have a really good topic, and I feel like you can really give us some some insight on when to call it quits with relationships. So my first question to you would be, what makes a relationship toxic? Well, um, from my opinion, I feel like what makes a relationship uh, toxic is like more of like, when I feel like a partner is like, you know, supporting you, you know, um, like times is getting rougher and rougher, you know, things are just not changing. Like, like mm-hmm. where you put like the bad times are showing up more than the good times. That's something I would say. Like, um, yeah. or another thing is like, you, you guys are not able to like get along. You guys are constantly like, you know, arguing. That's what I think is, is just toxic for me. Right. Yeah. When you, when you have to, when it turns physical, when you're now getting into more fights than anything, you're not able to have a civilized conversation 
um, you guys don't see eye to eye, I, I, I would agree with you. You're like, yeah, when you're not getting that support from your significant other, support is important. It's, it's very important to have in any relationship because what happens is if they're not getting the support from you, then they're going to start looking outside of the relationship. So it is very important that you have some type of support. Now, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like, or even a relationship where you felt like your partner just was not being supportive of maybe your goals or whatever it is that you wanted to do in life? Yeah, like, you know, because, you know, I've been in plenty of those situations where I feel like, you know, I'm trying to better us in a way. So it's like if I have some goals I'm trying to reach, I expect Mm -hmm. you as my partner to support me with those because that's something Mm -hmm. we agreed on pretty much, you know? Yeah. And that's that's interesting that you say that because you mentioned that it's something that you guys agreed on. So there's already conversation taking place on Mm -hmm. expectations. So when you yes. first get into a relationship, that's the first thing. Like, people are nowadays just hopping into relationships. But exactly. you have to set your expectations, not just for yourself, but for your partner and vice versa. Because if you get into a relationship and you did not explain to your partner, hey, you know, I look for you to be there in my corner, you know, when it comes to decision making, Or when it comes to raising my kids, you know, I I look for you to be present. If you don't explain that, then you can't be upset when you don't get it. So the fact of the matter is that you you said, you know, this is something that you guys agreed on. So how do you how do you present that? Like when you were in that relationship and that person was not being supportive, like you guys had agreed that you would be for each other. How did you address it? Um, you know, I try to just, you know, talk to them about it or, like, try to bring up certain stuff, like, yeah, you know, we we said we were trying to get that house next year, you know, like, I try mm-hmm. to bring up, like, ideas up so they can think of it, you know, so, and then once yeah. that, you know, you know, I try as much as I can, but, you know, if it's too toxic, you guys just let it go, personally, that's how I see it. Right, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the hard part. I think nobody wants to start over, so I think that that's the reason why a lot of people tend to stay in relationships for as long as they do um, because they don't Mm -hmm. want to start over or they have a lot invested. So what, are there any other reasons why you would think people would decide to stay in unhealthy relationships past its expiration date, I guess you can say? Um, Honestly, I feel like children, like they don't want to bring up a family. So I feel like what happens with that, like you can be in a you know unhealthy relationship, but you got two kids that are still yeah. small, and they all they know is mommy and daddy. And once they see that you know mommy and daddy's not there or not together, you know they get confused. So a lot of parents, yeah. you know, they they do that. And then another thing I think is like finances, probably like because mm. say you know that husband leaves that that woman or that I'm not just saying women, you know, men, yeah. men too. They're not able yeah. to get on their feet and do what what they can do without that partner, you know? So they just right. decide just to stay together and just, you know. Yeah, be roommates. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, that <laughs> doesn't really work out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. But, but even when they do the whole roommates thing, that too becomes a sticky situation because it's like, okay, we – we're not compatible or we don't mesh as when we're in a relationship as boyfriend and girlfriend, husband and wife, whatever the case may be. So let's be roommates. But then, you know, what if someone, what if you want to see someone else? What if you want to go on dates or something? Let's say you just guys, you guys just agree to live together, but there is no relationship. Do you think that that can actually work? Do you, can you be roommates with an ex? Um, personally, for me, no, because you know, no one wants to, no one wants to see like someone you, you know, you just finished dealing smashed. with. Ahead. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. Like getting smashed <laughs> by somebody, like you know what I'm saying. No one wants to see that. Like, unless you really just don't care, but I doubt you're not gonna feel a little bit of that. But right. no one wants to. I, I personally don't think. That. I mean, for the people who've done it, like, congrats to you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I can't do that. That's funny. 
Yeah, I, I couldn't see myself. I mean, if, if it doesn't work out, it just doesn't work out. That's just what it is. Exactly. And too, too many times we get, in, we get um, comfortable in those situations where we want to use the kids as the reason why we're staying together. When in actuality, like you said, it could be finances. You know, some people have too much pride and don't want to say, mm-hmm. hey, well, um, I can't afford this place by myself. So can we just continue to room and board and make it work mm-hmm. that way? You know, they rather just leave and struggle and and be miserable. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to be miserable in the relationship, especially around children. When there's children involved, that makes the situation even more complicated. So um, I honestly feel like if you are in a situation and there's children involved, you have to take into consideration the child, um, what the child is going to be experiencing, what type of energy. Mm -hmm. Because children can sense bad energy. Children are Definitely. smarter than we give them credit for. So Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's ideal that you want to stay together for the children, but at the same time you're doing more damage than anything. So how do Definitely. you how do you deal with partners that let's say they lack communication skills? Um honestly with me, um I try you know, mm-hmm. try to get them to to get get out that shell where we can find a way for you to, you know, express how you feel or I can say something to you and you're going to understand where I'm coming from or at least, like, give me a fight back where, you know, we both can mm-hmm. come to understanding. Um, like, stuff like that, I try, you know. Um, yeah. And, like, the trusting part is, like, one thing, I mean, I try to do. I mean, one time, um, you know, my girlfriend didn't trust, you know, doesn't trust me on where my whereabouts is, so. Right. I gave him my location. That's something I would do. Like, you know, just so you want to know where I'm at, you got it, you know? Right, so yeah. Like now, now, like, nowadays, like, and then, like, it's just, like, it's hard for, like, you know, people to trust people nowadays because everyone wants to do their own thing nowadays. So, you know, you just never know. So that's one thing I would do is give them my location. Yeah. That, that right there is just as equivalent to giving them the passcode to your cell phone. At least that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, if you drop in yeah. a pin and I can just pop up on you and you're actually there, first of all, if a guy gives me his location, I'm more than likely not going to go and check and see if that's really where he's at. Because if I'm ever at a point <laughs> in life where I need to do a drive-by, I probably don't need to be in that situation or that relationship. Exactly. So. Um, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, we do have a caller, so let's see what our caller has to say. Um, let's see. All right, caller, you are live with Simply Bree and Dee. Do you have any questions or do you have a comment? Who, me? No, (laughs) the caller. Caller is in 4978. Okay. So I'm going to. It's me. Uh, it's me. Oh, uh, 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 wait, hold up. I was about I to. I couldn't get on. I couldn't <laughs> get on, so I dialed the number. I'm listening now. I just got on. It's on Jackie. <laughs> hey, Aunt Jackie, how are you? <laughs> All right. I don't know how to get on to, 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 to view it. So I just dialed Oh, the no, it's not I visual. It's, it's audio. Yes. Yes, it's audio only. Oh, I heard a little bit, and I agree with you, uh, Bree. You know I agree mm-hmm. with you because I'm like that too. If, if you're in a relationship, um, maybe it's the relationship either you, it's not for you. Right. So it's reality, but you have kids. It's a whole new different story, but, but like you said, kids know more than we think because they got them ears that you can hear whisper. And yeah. it go through things. They get they go through things. So you gotta find some type of way to balance your your mm-hmm. life um, with kids. And at the yeah. same time, maybe maybe you can get to some counseling because um, mm-hmm. if there's somewhere there's a breakdown somewhere in a relationship, and right. find out what the breakdown is, and maybe you can work it out if you, if you do 
like a marriage counseling thing. You know? mm-hmm. I'm, I'm you talking about marriage and not boyfriend and girlfriend. That's a that's a whole <laughs> different story too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, got on kids, Jackie. You got to be careful. Right. Um, kids are smart, and we want to be examples to our kids. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is you have to be example to them, and teach you know so they can learn, um, learn how to be right and how to do right. You don't right. want to show, show them any, any, anything negative because that's like um I can't say the word. We just have to, you know, be a better example to our children. Right, lead by example. And they, yeah, lead by example. Mm-hmm. And um. That's all I can say now. Um, mm. I can't think. I, right now I'm listening. I just got on, but I couldn't get on the video. But it's just it, it, something good. Keep talking. I'm listening. Don't forget I'm here. Yes, I got you, Aunt Jackie. I'm going to put you back in the what's back the so you can hear name? it. D. Yeah, what's the young man's name? Huh? His name is D. D. Hi, D. Hi, how you doing? All right, and just stay encouraged. Okay, mm-hmm. stay encouraged. Yes. Okay. All right, I'm Jackie. I'm gonna put you back in the back. Okay. Okay, put me back in the back. <laughs> All right. Um, and if you guys want to call in, if you have a question or you have a comment, the phone number is five one five. Six zero two nine six four seven. Shout out to Aunt Jackie. Aunt Jackie been trying to get in on this radio yes, station for the longest, and she finally got through. So I'm I'm so happy to have her up here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the children, the children, the children. Like I don't know what more can be said about the children because if you think about it, mm-hmm. D, right? Think about mm-hmm. how you were raised, and think mm-hmm. about how you want to raise your child or children. Do you want to mimic what you've seen? So if you grew up in a toxic environment or you grew up in an environment that was just not pleasant, that would affect you as an adult. And, and mm-hmm. it's, it's like when you get into these relationships, you have to think about it before, before children are even involved. You have to think, is this the right situation? Is this, am I feeling good about this relationship? And Aunt Jackie made a really good point where she said counseling. So what alternatives would you suggest to failing relationships outside of just breaking up? What else can you do before you get to the point where you break up? Um, Yeah, like Aunt Jackie said, some some counseling for the relationship, um, that would help. You know, trying, trying to get away from that person for a while, you know, maybe give each other a little space. Not one of those breaks, you know, like stay, stay somewhere from each other, you know, try to or try to communicate honestly. Like I just feel mm-hmm. like a lot of a lot of things get messed up when you you're not communicating. Like I think that person not expressing themselves or, you know, holding that in rather than just letting it out so that maybe the other person can understand you, you know, that's how I see it. Yeah. Communication, oh my goodness gracious. Communication is the biggest part of any relationship. It doesn't have to just be a romantic relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, any, any relationship that involves multiple people, you're going to need to be able to both communicate, but also comprehend. If you cannot understand what is being said, if you're just sitting on the edge of your seat when someone's talking to you and you're just waiting for them to finish because you already know how you're going to respond, how thorough are you actually listening to them? Um, I feel like that contributes a lot towards um, a relationship being toxic because I, I will be the first to admit in 2020 is my year of being transparent. I always had a problem with communicating in a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't always understand what was being said. I was one of those people who I was ready to just jump to conclusions. Sometimes, let me tell you something. I would have a whole conversation and I know I'm not the only one. I would have a whole conversation in my head of what the person is going to say before I say something to them, what I'm going to say, and then how they're going to respond or react. 
before I even said anything to them. And then I'd get myself worked up. So now I'm already pissed off before I even say something. And they will respond and it would not go any way how I pictured it. So, you know. You was already mad beforehand. Yes, I got myself mad. (laughs) (laughs) I can piss yourself off. (laughs) So I know I'm not the only one that does it. A lot of people do it. And because I know that I was capable of doing so, that is why I wanted to bring this platform to the public, to society, and allow other people to see the vulnerability, to see how being transparent actually helps you get over old ways. And it helps you understanding from other people's perspectives different ways and and, and different solutions that you can apply to your own life. So if you guys are calling in, the number is 515-602-9647. If you have a question or comment, go ahead and press the number one, and I will bring you up so that you can actually join the conversation with Dee and myself. You guys are listening to He Said What on the He Said What radio network. So, speaking on, um, you know, just deal breakers and things when you just had enough, what are some deal breakers that uh, you would say you have that would just put the nail in the coffin for you? I mean, personally, like, when I feel like, you know, you just, you're just not understanding where I'm coming from. Like, you know, if I constantly have to keep coming to you with, the, you know, the same thing over and over, you know, or mm-hmm. where I'm just simply at a point where I can't trust you anymore. Like, I can't, like, feel comfortable with you doing something and I, you know, me feeling away, like, my emotions, if you want to say that. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's when I just feel like it's just done for me. Like, that's just, like, I'm all set. Like, I can't trust you. Then why am I in this relationship? Right. That's why. So have you been in a relationship where your trust has been broken? Yeah, definitely. Mm, Uh, I was in one probably like last year, you know, mm -hmm. I thought, you know, the girl was good, but then I ended up finding something out, you know, which that kind of broke back the trust there. So, you know, we still stayed together after a while. And, you know, I tried to, you know, figure ways where I can like get her to trust her again. And, you know, I just couldn't do it. So, you know, that that was just it there. So it's like, there's no point in me keep trying and trying how to find a way for me to trust you. And it's just like, you, I feel like she should have been the one trying to find a right. way. Like, I shouldn't, you know? Yeah. Like, you well, messed up, not me, you know? Right. Do you think that there was anything that you could have done differently that maybe would have changed um, either her behavior where she wouldn't have gone out and broken your trust? No, nah, you know, you just, people, people are going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. You can't stop them, you know? That's just, yeah. this is life. That's just how I see it. So, like, it's nothing I did. It's just more of them doing them at the time and then mm-hmm. thinking it was okay. So, you know, yeah. it's nothing. Has that, do you feel like that could have broken or not, well, I won't say broken, but that could have influenced how you trust people now? I mean, yeah, it kind of does, you know, for like mm-hmm. the next relationship or, you know, it could, you know, make you just overthink things now. Like, you know, think like, uh, I don't know about her. Or, you know, just in general, yeah. like, it just makes you, like, cautious. Like, your guard is always going to be up, you know? Yeah. So, and and that happens a lot. A lot of people get into relationships after overcoming something such as the experience you just stated. And as much as they feel like they're over it, and that they're good, we all tend to carry over past relationship residue into the next relationship. And so we will get into a relationship and it'll take us a little longer to trust someone or take us a little longer to let our guards down and let someone in. And I don't think that it's any fault of our own, but I feel like, because a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, you need more time to yourself before you get into a relationship. But 
I think mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, even if you have more time to yourself, if you're not doing anything with that time, how effective is it really? You know, you just have time to yourself. You're not really doing anything to try to heal those past wounds. So let's see. Aunt Jackie has something to say. Let's see what Aunt Jackie has to say. You're back, Aunt Jackie. I I, I think you already said it before I could open my mouth. Because <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> the thing is that, too, when you, when you come out of a relationship and it don't work and you find somebody else, before you can, before you can open up, yourself to a new relationship, you got to close that door to the old mm-hmm. relationship. Okay. And you can't go into a okay. relationship thinking that, thinking that oh, this person is going to hurt me too. You yeah. you give that person yeah. that space where you get, you have to say, you know, you give people the benefit of the doubt. And okay. if that person, you know, cross you, then that's when you, that's when you say, okay. Right. But no. well, the but the main key is the main key is what I keep hearing that both both of you I say that li- communication is very important, but listening mm-hmm. is a is a part mm-hmm. of communication. You got to listen, and sometimes mm-hmm. when you're listening, all the time you don't have to speak. You're just listening, and when you listen, you learn something about a person because they could be going okay. through something too, and because mm-hmm. and there's a big communication gap because. Because they're afraid to speak of how they really feel because they feel that they're going to be hurt again, whether it's a male or a female. So you have right. to listen to one another. And, and, then, and then you feel your way in from there, and you know how to um, communicate, communicate mm-hmm. verbally. Okay. But, first, but first you must listen. Yeah. Listen yes, to the person as they speak. Um, and um, I guess that's it for now. Mm, wait, like let me go ahead and give you a round of applause on Jackie. Just... Right. Come, come through with the come through, Aunt Jackie. Yes. All right, we're yeah. going to put you in the back again, but you definitely, you, you made some really valid points there, and I really appreciate you dropping those gems. Okay. Good lesson for all of us. Maybe yes, definitely. We just just listen, you know. Communication communication is great, but we also gotta listen. And sometimes right. we just, we just don't, you know. Just when you're listening, just listen. You know, that's how I learned as a woman of God. It mm-hmm. came to me that sometimes we have to listen to people, and that's how we learn how to pray for people. Right. You know, because we we hear something in the background, and it's like, oh, and that's how you start praying. Same thing in mm-hmm. if you're not. You know, a woman of God or a man of God in, in a mm. relationship, and I listen because somewhere in the background you're going to hear, um, to hear something, and that's mm-hmm. how you're going to know how to deal with the, the the person that you're dealing with in your relationship in a man and woman wow. relationship. But right. out of all things, you know, you know, yeah. we, we just can't jump up into a relationship. If I think, because I always, I where I believe the main thing is that, um, you know, marriage. It's a very important key factor why a lot of relationships don't work. You know, there's uh-huh. someone for everyone. There's someone for everyone, and everybody's not for for you. Right. You know, do certain things. So, some people right. are just, just meant to be a friend. You know, uh-huh. but your soulmate, your soulmate, is meant to be with you. And and, and God yeah. don't make no mistakes. So when you put two people together, you know, you're gonna be all right. Take so take your time. Take your time. Just yes. Okay, put mm. me on the back burner. I'm putting you on the, <laughs> put you on the back burner. <laughs> All right, Aunt Jackie. Yes, uh, so she, oh my goodness gracious. Aunt, Jack, Aunt Jackie is coming through with the through-through. Let me tell you something. She made a very valid point right there. She said, exactly. learning their position. Everybody yeah. has a position when it comes to their involvement in your life. And guess what? You may not be suitable to be in a relationship with that person. And a lot of the times we try to force a relationship to happen when it's clearly telling us this is not working. We're like, oh, no, we're going to find a way to make it work. And yeah. that's how we end up, you know, you we end up messing up a potential friendship, if anything. That person probably could have been your yeah. best friend. But because yeah. the relationship didn't work and you tried to force it, now you hate their guts. 
So also, also speaking about listening, a lot of the times our friends and family, they mean well for us. They want the best for us. But a lot of the times they may not have uh, the best advice. So what are um, some ways that we might keep the outsiders out of our relationship? What are some things that you can do to protect your relationship from the outsiders? Uh-oh. Hold on, your reception's going in and out. Are you near a window? Yeah, hold on. Okay. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good now. Okay, you were saying All something right. about privacy? Yeah, well, yeah, your privacy is everything. Like honestly, like that's that's one thing that that that's that, that's what's needed in a relationship for me. Um, I actually live a privacy life now. Like you know, what I'm saying like I don't let people know what's going on in here. So all the stuff that's out there that's negative is not coming in that. You know what I'm saying? So I keep mm-hmm. that away from me and mine because it's no good. Like because what your friends and family might hear on the outside may be wrong, and that's causing problems now with what I got going on, you know? So I try to keep privacy a big thing with me. Like, you know, you see you see what you see when when, when you see me, pretty much. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you see me, then you see, oh, what I got going on. Right. I'm, not, I'm never the person to, like, broadcast what's going on in my life because privacy is everything to me, so. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal how do you deal with someone let's say you're in a relationship with someone and you're very private but they're very open. They want the whole relationship to be on social media. How do you confront them in regards to that without coming off offensive or being disrespectful? I mean my best way is I'll explain I'll explain them how I am and how mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. Like I'm just gonna and like, you know, they can relationship they they like, but they're just not going to get the same from me at time because it's like, I'm letting you know beforehand, before we get into all this, like, I'm not a big person, you know, like, people, you know, know what, I, what I got going on because of my privacy, so, you know, if they are saying that, if they don't, you know, that's just something. Mm, okay, okay. All right. I mean, that definitely, that is the key. Um, being able to express to your partner and explain to them why you, you know, want your relationship to be private um, and and what it means to you. Uh, And I feel like it should be a two-way street. Like just because one person says, I don't want my business out there. I don't want, you know, my, my relationship on social media. And the other person wants the relationship on social media. At some point in time, um, you guys would need to talk it out, compromise, figure out the best solution for the overall relationship um, because, you know, it, it, it can never be one-sided. Now, I will say this. When it comes to um, social media, a lot of the times mm-hmm. you want to keep your relationship out of social media because you have some people who are waiting for you to have a slip up in your relationship and they will pounce all up inside those DMs and those who who have been messaging you, God bless you and and I'm praying for you and uh, have a beautiful day queen and you you sit here and and slip up and and put a status up there it's complicated and see what happens oh they're going to jump all over it and it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And that's the that's the world that we live in. So um, mm-hmm. speaking of the world that we live in, what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to He Said What? I am your host, Simply Bree, and uh, we will return. So stay tuned. Are you a first-time homebuyer and you're not sure where to begin? Maybe you're a homeowner and you're considering an upgrade. Whatever your situation may be, Natisha Dawes of Virtual Properties Realty is your real estate agent. With years of experience, Natisha understands her clients and takes pleasure in assisting each of them, regardless of how large or small their needs may be. She specializes in finding programs for first-time homebuyers and saving as much money as possible with sellers, 
all within impressive turnaround times. Reach out to Natisha Dawes and let her get the ball rolling today. 770-731-9485. This is an Ananak production. Coming soon. Cheating. Creeping. Getting caught. The Liar's Den. Cheating. A Rude Awakening. Written by Reese. How will you handle the truth? Pre-order your copies at jampublishing.net. Welcome, 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 welcome back. You are tuned into He Said What with your host, Simply Bree, and I have my guest, Dee, on the line with us. Thank you, Dee, for being here and um, definitely having this conversation with me. Um, If you guys are wondering what we're talking about tonight, the topic is relationships and when to call it quits. And, I mean, we have definitely discussed a lot of very important points as far as being able to recognize when a relationship has turned toxic. Um, the the importance of children in these relationships. And it's not always in the best interest to stay in that relationship when it's toxic and there's babies because the babies can definitely feed off of that energy. And, And most importantly, listening, communicating within your relationship because if your partner cannot talk to you or you feel like you cannot speak to your partner, then over some time, the both of you are going to get fed up. And when you get fed up, we all know what happens. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, how might one partner's growth and the other partner's stagnant position affect the overall relationship? So if you're constantly growing, you're evolving from a young man into a grown man but yet your significant other is still stuck in her teenage years, even though she's in her 20s, how does that affect the overall health of your relationship? I mean, honestly, from my personal experience, um, I feel like it really affects the relationship and the, the connection. Because, like, you know, one person is trying to, like like I said before, like it's like reaching for that goal, and then the other person is just, just, just slacking behind, you know, um, not – ready to make that move, you know, still wants to live the, you know, the younger life, you know, and when it's time to actually, like, like step up, you know, that's when mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that, that affects it in many places. Like, it, it just loses the connection and the relationship is pretty much over. That's how I see mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's interesting because usually what will happen is the woman will mature quicker than the man, and so you, yeah. you find a lot of the times the woman is was waiting for the guy to get to that point in life where he um, is capable of making more, uh, I, I'd say better decisions when it comes to money, um, his career choices, and just him overall, mm-hmm. the people that he hangs with. But it goes both ways because you have some young men who – have matured into grown men and they're still dealing with young girls. And it's sad because you don't really know who who's at fault for this. Do we point the finger at the parents for how they raised the child? Do we point the finger at society for, you know, the influence that it's had and the impact that it's had on the young adults? Or do we point the finger at the individual? So, I think that um, just being able to identify the root cause of one being stagnant is very important, Uh, especially if that person means something to you. Like if you love that person, after a while, you may begin to get fed up, but you may be willing to still hang in there if they're contributing in other ways. 
So, like, let's say, for example, you were in a relationship with a girl who she wasn't good with budgeting, but she mm-hmm. was able to keep the house tidy if you guys were living together. She was able to keep the house up, keep the house clean. She was, you know, finding other ways to compensate for her lack of financial responsibility. Is that something that would allow you to continue to be in that relationship? Um, yeah, because, you know, not, not everybody's good at that, you know, financing. Sometimes, I mean, it's it's all about different situations. Like, if I have a connection with that person, I probably would, you know, try to figure ways out to help her, you know, budget better. You know, I'll try. So at least you got to try before you just give up, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just, I think, more of like, if I didn't have a connection with that person, you know, it's like getting toxic and all that's happening. Then I'll probably be like, you know, I can't do this, you know. So it's right. like it's no meaning. So, but if you know you love that person, like you said, and, you know, you care for that person, I mean, yeah, I, I would keep going. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, we also have another caller. Uh, he is the one and only Patrick. 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 Hey, Patrick. How's it going? Patrick. I think you got it on mute, Patrick. Well, Patrick, um, oh, I'm, I'm there here. you go. Hi. I was on mute. Hi, how you doing, Bree? And guest? I'm good. How are you? How are you? How you doing? <laughs> I'm so, doing just fine. Patrick I, is um, like, you're like another, you're like a guest co-host, Patrick. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You're the one and only. You know. <laughs> I'm the Robin to your Batman sometimes when I come in, but no, great, great show tonight. Great, great show tonight. Um, yeah. I have something to say about the whole privacy thing that you guys spoke about. Mm, okay. I okay. think, I think when it comes to your relationship, um, this is the person that you ride with, right? Mm-hmm. So to allow others to come into your relationship and to influence you and your, you know, you in one way or another in your relationship, unless it's positive, that's that that can't happen. Mm. Like that's a breach. That's a breach of trust. Yeah. You know that's a breach of trust, and mm-hmm. I, and you know as in, I, you know I can only speak as a man. I know that there are times when women will do this a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. in, their, in their friends' relationships a lot, and there's and. Yeah. And what I've noticed is they'll interfere, especially if the woman has a situation that's preferable to her own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've 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 been in situations where I've been in a relationship, and there's a friend, and the friend's husband is gambling away their money and this and that and the other, and you know I'm riding in the in, in the car with my sister to go somewhere or. Or something, and she sees me. She runs back to the girl. Oh, I saw him in the car with a woman. It's like, <laughs> yeah, my sister, yeah. right? And because, and she, you know, she tried a lot just to get in there because yeah. our yeah. situation was probably preferable to her own situation, which was falling yeah. apart. And they, they look at that and they get jealous and they start trying to sabotage. And I've been in situations mm-hmm. where they not only sabotage the relationship. They wait till you break up, and then you see them around a few months later, and they try to shoot their shot at you. So, oh, no. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That exactly. happens a lot. Women don't understand. I get that a lot. That happens a lot. Am I right, Guess? That kind of stuff No, you're happens. totally right. I, I, like, like when you made the point, you know, you said they said, you know, like, they try to, they, they're trying to relate their situation to the other person so that they can be in the same boat as them, you know. Now you and your partner are done. After that, you know, they try to shoot their shot at you because that's what they wanted. Yep. Wow. Happens. Every day it happens. <laughs> and you know what's interesting? Like, there's bro code, but there's also girl code, too. Like, at least for me, you know, if someone that my friend that I call a friend has been seeing and they break up and he tries to get with me, oh, no. First of all, you're getting cussed out, like, right off the rip. You're getting cussed out. 
And secondly, I'm going to let her know so that she can tell what type of person she was even dealing with to begin with. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's grimy, and that says a lot about the privacy of the relationship. Like, you cannot mm-hmm. open your closed doors to people. And then you got to also remember, guys, when, let's say I was to tell my mom about a guy who I was in a relationship with and, and he did mm-hmm. me wrong, she's never going to forget that. Never yeah going to forget that and a lot of the times they have set up their own impressions of who you're with so regardless of if it was a hiccup or if you were able to forgive them and get over it they're going to constantly be looking at that person with the side eye and maybe trying to have some type of bad influence or negative influence over whoever's in the relationship just because of what they first did but something like a mom, mm-hmm. that's understandable. Because a mom is going to be <laughs> protective over it. You know what right. I mean? That's understandable. Yeah. But you have to be careful with who you tell your business to. Mm-hmm. And that women don't understand. See, and I'm going to let the guest, I want to hear the guest thoughts on this, this mm-hmm. one thing. Okay. We know, and it's the same way with men with women, we mm-hmm. know women better than you do. You know why? Because when we get in a relationship, we hear everything they say about you. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we hear everything oh, yeah. they say about you. We we hear you get on the phone, talk with one friend, get right off the phone, call another friend, and say, "Girl, you wouldn't believe." Blah 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 blah. We're right oh. there. All. Telling the business, telling they the pillow business. Talk, they pillow talk all of your business to us, and Seriously. that's why when they that's why when like men break up with women and their friends come, oh girl, he's not this. That's why we just roll our eyes like you have no idea what she thinks oh. about you. You have no yeah. idea what she says about you. All right, and I want to get like, yeah. I, I mean, personally, from my experience, I'm uh, majority of my friends are females, and when I tell you, at least four of them come and tell me their best friends' business, which is why I don't share my business with them because I know it's good. Like I know everything, so it's just like when they be around and we all, you know, hanging out, going for drinks and stuff. I just be looking like she all up over her and she just told me her business. And she mm-hmm. didn't want to go around. Like, it's just, it's just crazy because, like you said, like, you'd be sitting there looking like, wow. Only if you really knew what she said about <laughs> Wow. I wonder why that is, though. Personally, like, so guys I don't do like that? Like, girl, it's, it's, you said, who? I said, guys. men don't do that? I mean... There, there, there's some men that probably do it. Honestly, like I wouldn't say for me, I would never. Like this is not yeah. me. I'm not the type to go around and share someone's business. It's just not cool. Cause when that person only told you, and they gets around, they're coming back to mm-hmm. you. Cause you're right. the person they told them. You know, that just makes you right. look bad at the end of the day. Yeah, I remember I was in a relationship um, with this guy. And his homeboy hit on me while we were in the relationship. His homeboy hit on me, was telling me how my dude ain't really nothing. You know, he don't really, he's lazy. He's not a hard worker. He be trying to talk to other chicks. And it's like, for me, it was more so like, okay, why are you telling me this? Like, this is your homeboy. This is your boy. So, why are you throwing salt on him to try to make yourself look better? And yeah, that's what it that. was. Like, welcome back, Pat. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened, but I'm back. <laughs> I think some women at I think some women at the telephone company heard my that's... comment. <laughs> it was like, uh uh-uh, uh, <laughs> let's shut him off. He's telling too much. <laughs> so I was stating I was stating um that why is it that you feel women are like that, where they will talk about their girls to their guys? It's just pillow talk. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a lot of pillow talk, and it's a lot of when you're in a close proximity with someone, it's not only pillow talk. You hear their conversation. Yeah. You hear them dogging out what's supposed to be their friend to someone else on the phone. You hear it all. They don't mm-hmm. hide that stuff from their men. <laughs> Women don't hide that stuff from their men. We hear it all. 
Like I said, mm-hmm. that's why we roll our eyes when they're like, oh, that's my girl, blah, blah, blah. We're like, well, like, yeah. That's my yeah, sister. Whatever. <laughs> we hear all of this. And oh, sometimes goodness. it's so bad that we actually have to bring it up. Like, why are you dogging? I thought that was your friend. Oh, right. gee, this and that and the other. It's like, wow, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Aunt Jackie said that's not a friend. If a woman is doing that, that's not a friend. She shouldn't be labeling her a friend. Listen, you need to talk to guys about what they hear. Their women. That's gonna be another. That's gonna be another another topic. It's It's gonna be pillow talk. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's scandalous. I'm telling you. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I got a I got a question. So sometimes we do we do fail to hold up on our end of the agreements when we get into a relationship, whether it's intimacy, finances, fidelity, you know, being honest and loyal and committed to just that one person. When one or all of those things are broken, why might it be harder to get things back to the way they used to be? We'll start we'll start with we'll start with Pat. Let Pat go first. Um get things back away. I don't I don't think you know it all depends on what was the person purpose of the relationship. Mhm. What was the purpose that you got together in the first place? Mm-hmm. If, the, if one of the purposes you got together for both of you, let's say you got with a guy Bree and both of you guys were activists and you were really mm-hmm. into social justice and that kind of thing. And if if you have a purpose and you guys are on your grind, then a little bit of breach of something doesn't throw you off balance. Right. Right? But if you're going into it and one person has one, you know, they're, they're looking down one road that they're going to take the relationship and the other person is looking at a slightly different road, then mm-hmm. those things, it's easy to throw the relationship off balance. Right. You have to, you have to, has to be a reason. And love is not a reason to be in a marriage or a long-term mm-hmm. relationship. That's not the only reason. That just that's something. That's a cherry on the cake. Yeah, that's that's a cherry on top. That's not because there's thousands of people in this world you can fall in love with if you spend enough time with them. But that doesn't mean that you should to be with them. Mm -hmm. But if you spend enough time with them, you could fall in love, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you know there has to be a purpose. Um, you know it could be two people that get together that want that want to be entrepreneurs and. And build a business, a certain type of business mm-hmm. or something like it's. It's you have to have a purpose so that little things, big things, will still knock things off course. But like smaller right. things, they won't knock you off course if you know, you know. But if you if you want to just sit in the house and one person thinks you're just gonna, you know, stare into each other's eyes all day and <laughs> tell each other how much <laughs> happening. You know what I mean? That 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 grows yeah. old. You know, there has to be a purpose for the relationship. Right. So I, right. I just think a purpose. You have to have a purpose first, and then that all the other little stuff stays little stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And D, when one or all of those things are broken, why might it be harder to get things back the way they used to be? It may be harder, like you said. It has to be a purpose, but you no. Know, um, like where I see things is like I don't think it'll be harder for me like to get back. To like where where it was like if you know stuff like that it happens in life you know where I feel like you could possibly like try to get get that to go back to how things were normal like you know at least try but I mean I don't think like I would be like the type to just you know be like oh well because this happened or the agreement we had here it just all depends on the situation like you said that's why I'm going off like the purpose like if the if the relationship is real like it'll go back to how it was. Mhm. Gotcha. Yeah, and I feel like there has to be effort. Like, yeah, it's not one person in a relationship. Um, there's two people. Yeah. Now, yeah. when you get into a relationship, you should already come into a relationship whole. So, to get into a relationship with someone, they shouldn't they shouldn't complete you, because if they complete you, then you're missing out somewhere in your life on your either your purpose or um, what you stand for. And mm-hmm. that could be a problem because then that means when that relationship crumbles, you're going to be distraught. You're going to have to basically yeah. rebuild yourself back up 
Um, so when it comes to things like intimacy, you can kind of, I guess it really just depends on how you prioritize certain things. What do they really mean to you? How important is intimacy to you in a relationship yeah. where if it changes, it, you know, is going to have an impact? How important are finances to you? How important okay. is fidelity? Some people are okay being in an open relationship. So they really don't see yeah. a problem if their significant other steps out. They're all right with that. That's why they have open relationships. Um, that's just why yeah. they have um, polygamous. And, you know, I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of listeners out here who who practice um, polyamory. And they're okay with being in a relationship with more than one person. So yeah. I feel like it all just it all boils down to what is really important to you. What holds that relationship together? Like Pat said, yeah. you know, it shouldn't be love because how yeah. do you even know it's love? You could just be infatuated. You can just be head yeah. over heels for someone because of how they make you feel. You know, yeah. what happens when you remove the emotions from that relationship? Do you still see yourself with that person? So that's my that's my little two cents on, you know, yeah. why it might be harder to get things back um, the way they used to be. If something outweighs the other more um, to the point where you really just see it as a lost cause, then, yeah, you're not going to put forth the effort. You're not going to be determined. You're yeah. not going to be motivated to want to get things back to how they were. So... Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, this, this definitely concludes tonight's show. D, thank you a million for being um, a guest. Let me explain. D tonight was a last minute guest. He was not prepped for this show. He literally, uh, I reached out to D about, I want to say 7.30 tonight. 7.30, 7.45, and ask them to be a part of the show. Um, So I I really appreciate you being available at the last minute and coming through. And then, Pat, thank you, Pat, for jumping on as well and always being here and supporting the show and supporting, you know, my guests and and supporting me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Always glad to say I kind of got your phone number memorized now so when I see it I know it's you (laughs) no great show as always great show as always thank you thank you and listen y'all Pat is going to be on the show he's going to be on the truth serum Wednesday September the 16th so you make sure you guys you know tune in show the same amount of love as he has shown this show And, you know, we're going to always have a great time. So I appreciate the both of you for being here. And also, Aunt Jackie. Let's bring Aunt Jackie back up because Aunt Jackie. Oh, yeah. Aunt Jackie, welcome back. Welcome back. Aunt Jackie. I forgot I was going to say. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) All I can say, it was so, so much. It's so much that y'all were all, so on point, all three of y'all, Pat, Pat Z, and, and Bree mm-hmm. Bree. Yeah. so much on point. It's like, and like, you know, let's go back to the conversation about the friend thing. And it's for males and it's for females. Because uh, uh, Jackie been around long enough and I heard some things. It's like, okay, a lot of times it, 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 it is, you know, it's a jealousy thing. Yeah. Or if thing whereas a thing whereas okay, sometimes a man attests his woman, and right. and um, he'll um, you know, have his friend approach her and suggest to see what she's gonna do, and a woman right. will do it too. Oh and yeah. Then, 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 then again, it could be too where, you know, the guy, the, you know, a guy really likes his friend's um, woman. It, it, right. it depends. But whatever it is, it definitely is a lack of commitment between two people. Right. Aunt Jackie, I got to wrap it up. We got like 30 seconds. I know. I know. Look, thank you so much for being on the show. If you guys 
want to definitely check out next week's show. I have my guest, Janan Redman. The topic is, what are you afraid of? Go to www.simplybree.com. Follow me on Instagram, underscore simplybree, underscore. Thank you.